Greetings, 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 vessels of the most high. It's your boy, Minister Chance, the minister that meet people where they at and love on them like our Lord Jesus Christ does. I'd like to welcome my guest, Greg Andrews, to the Change of Life Testimonies from Center of the Saints. What's going on, fam fam? Tell me how you feeling today, bro, bro. What's going on? What's going on, y'all? Life is Amen. good. Amen, amen, amen. Good deal, bro. Good deal, good deal, bro. Hey, man, we're going to start this interview off, man, by you telling the people, man, where are you from? Where was you born and raised, bro? So born and raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana, lived in Chicago for a little bit, San Diego for a little bit, and came back home. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, brother, would you happen to have a favorite Bible scripture you like to go to, man, in a time of need, something just to comfort your spirit a little bit, man? I do. Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, for he is directing your path. Amen. Amen, brother. And you know, in these days and times right now, bro, we living in, we cannot lean on our own understanding because if we lean on our own understanding, bro, we'll be somewhere. We'll probably be, ain't no telling where we might be. Bro. We, gotta be so, hey, we gotta really trust the Lord. Hey, 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 brother Greg, um, man, if you had to describe your character, man, to anybody, to a total stranger, man, how would you describe your character, man? Watchman. Watchman. Yep. Okay. That's who I am. I, I, I serve, I protect, and I watch. Not just with physical eyes, but with spiritual eyes. Amen. Amen. That's good, bro. That's good. Hey, um, brother, if, if you could FaceTime, man, anybody in heaven, man, who would it be, man? And what question would you ask them, man? Oh, my goodness. You know what? <laughs> I had an answer for you. Um, oh, my goodness. Probably, I would probably choose Joseph. Choose Joseph. Either okay. Joseph or Daniel. Okay. Joseph and Daniel. And what would the question, what would you ask uh, Joseph and Daniel? <laughs> well, they were both dreamers. Yes. Yes, most definitely. And they were both, in a way, prophets. True, true, true. So my question to them would be, if, my question would be, Knowing what you know, how, how did it make you feel? Were you scared to death <laughs> okay. seeing what is to come? Man, wow. That's deep, brother. That's deep, brother. That's that's most definitely deep, bro. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that. That would be a question right there, man. That's deep, bro. Hey, hey bro, um, brother Greg. Man, is there any temptations, man, that you still wrestle with now, man, that you that you used to wrestle with in the world? Is it still some of those temptations right now that's hitting you to come to your door and knocking on your door like, hey, Brother Greg, you need to, hey, you know what I mean? But you you just choose not to answer it. I have gone through a five-year journey, and God revealed a lot to me. And as he revealed, I had to make a change. I had to answer the call. He, you know, it's like an onion. You slice an onion in half. 
and you see all the many different layers. So mm -hmm. God was exposing everything he wanted me to work on and be delivered from. So if Amen. I had to say, if I had to say that, you know, anything that still pops up on occasion, mm -hmm. it's, it's pride. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got to be and real I, careful of that. Yeah. And I think as men, bro, we all suffer with that pride thing, you know. A lot of we men do. suffer with pride, man, most definitely. But like you said, you know, we just got to stay in prayer, man, stay in faith and let God continue on the path that God has already set for us, brother. And Brother Greg, this is the testimony moment, brother. What thing in your life, man, when, what, what, what made you finally say, man, this is enough. I can't do it no more. I can't take this. I finally got to go, man, from sinner to saint, man, and trust the Lord and, and then move on with my life and get my life going down a better path. So as a child, I was abused, okay. uh, physically abused, you know, okay. um, dad had some real anger issues. Um, there were times I didn't even know what I did and I got popped hard. I mean, like, like ER, wow, <laughs> like emergency wow. room visits. Um, mm. And so with that childhood trauma, you know, I, I brought that into my adulthood as well. Mm -hmm. um, I was sexually molested when I was four years old. I brought mm -hmm. that in to adulthood. Um, not not because back back then there were no psychologists. There were no counselors. There was nothing, especially for a black man. True. You know? True. Everything just kind of got lifted up and swept under the rug, you know? Yeah. Uh, so with childhood trauma and taking it into my adulthood, um, I joined the military. And okay. I'm Operation Desert Shield does a storm, came home, saw some wartime. I am a combat vet. Came home. Okay. So now I got that PTSD to deal with on top of the PTSD trauma that I had as a kid. So um, long story short, I also used to be a drug dealer. Okay. Um, you, I had so many trees, you'd think I was a lumberjack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if I wanted to go on vacation, I'd be skiing on fresh powder in the Swiss Alps. Mm. Wow. So um dealing the drugs and dealing with this trauma i started using mm -hmm. and pretty soon um it was just a coping mechanism um it was um numbing the pain and my moment of if you will clarity is i did so much coke one night i about od'd my heart, my heart was pumping out of my chest. My arm went numb and I dropped to my knees. And in that moment, my apartment was completely pitch black. I, there was no lights on, nothing. Mm. When I dropped to my knees, I just knew I was going to die. And I like physically heard a voice that said, have you had enough? Man, Scott. To this, I, to this, to this day, I know it was God. 
But at the time, mm-hmm. I about messed myself because <laughs> you hear a voice <laughs> out of nowhere that yeah. says, have you had enough? And it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most definitely. So that that was the changing point. That was the change point. Man, boy, to hear a voice like that, boy, that, if that don't scare you straight, then you know what's going to happen next. <laughs> God literally wow. came down and spoke to you, bro. Yeah. Hey, do you so... After going through all that, man, do you think your your childhood upbringing really played a part in, in the road that you begin to spiral down, man, before, you know, that led you to that path? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to tell you, when, when you deal with being molested as a child, mm-hmm. um, that brings about a demon mm. that's, that was assigned to you. Okay. That demon now has access to you full Mm. access and it can operate in and through you how it wants Mm. and honestly um you know when you're four years old and you get molested by a neighbor yeah um your innocence has been robbed And there's no way in the world that a four-year-old kid should be wondering if he is homosexual. True. Um, But I did. Because I was molested by a man. Yeah. So the the turning point there was there was a 10-year-old girl that was molested also by this same person. She was a child. She was a childhood predator. Meaning Mm -hmm. she was 10 years old and she preyed on other children. Okay. I was six years old at that time. And I, I'll just be honest. I had full on sexual intercourse with a 10 year old girl at the age of six. Mm. Yeah. Now that flipped a switch in me. I no longer questioned whether or not I was going to be gay. I wanted, you know, I wouldn't yeah, yeah. From that point on. Yeah, 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 most definitely. So, I mean, as twisted as it is, I still say praise God for turning my life around. Because what the Amen. enemy meant for bad, God meant for turned in for good. Man, Ooh, that's a blessing, bro. Man, that's that's most definitely a blessing. Like you said, to experience something like that at a younger age, you have no ideal, you have no aspect, you have no view of the world. So everything become confusing and cloudy. So you yes. don't really understand nothing like that. And that would leave a child or even, I mean, it would really leave a person, an individual, man, so confused, like you said. You don't know what to do, man. But I mean, I'm glad, brother, that, that the Lord embraced you and gave you that opportunity to turn back. And you and you also heeded the sign, you know, what God was telling you. Because you got to also listen to some people. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't heed the signs of God. So, brother, I want to tell you, I appreciate you, brother. That was a good, man, that, that, that's good, bro. That's a good testimony. Hey, brother, now that you have turned your heart, uh, your life over and your heart over to the Lord Jesus Christ, man, what is the best thing about being a believer, man, in the Lord Jesus Christ? When you hear God and you are oh. obedient to his rhema word, which is a right okay. now word. Okay. Um, when you listen and you, you're obedient, it, it changes everything uh, oh. because you know, if you're hearing him, you know you're on the right path. Amen. And, you know, the Lord told me to go to college. 
Now, I'm no spring chicken. Okay. I, you know, I, I'm not a young man. And in 2017, mm-hmm. I went back to college. Okay. Um, and I ended up with a master's in divinity. Woo. Amen. And now I can say in 2020, I am now, well, 2020 back then, I was Dr. Andrews. Okay. I got my doctorate of divinity. Amen. Proud of you, bro. And uh, uh, double majored and ended up with a counseling degree as well. Amen. Amen, bro. Bro, that's good, man. I'm proud, <laughs> you, man. I'm, proud, I'm proud of you, bro. Look, I'm hugging you right now. I'm praying, bro. Hey, I'm proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you, bro. Hey, man, have you figured out, man, what your what God has, what your assignment, the assignment that God has for you on this earth, man? Yeah, it is to reach our black and brown community with okay. mental health issues, getting rid of the stigma, being able to offer services that. You know, when you walk in the door, you got somebody that's going to understand and be able to relate where you are, man. Because you you walk in anywhere else, you go and get that textbook. Yeah. Welcome to wherever you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, come on, they ain't going to know what to do with us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. There's different aggressions. There's different life. There's, There's so much different stuff. That we have experienced that a lot of people just really wouldn't understand unless you have lived it if you have been in those environments where you feel like you trapped and every yes. move you make the four walls is closing in on you yep. so most definitely bro most definitely bro hey brother greg i want you to finish this sentence for me man god has always watched over my family myself there's he's always watched over us because Lord knows I should not be here. Man. I should I should be dead. Especially Man. when, you know, I tried to OD. Yeah. I'm a survivor of suicide attempt. Man. Because of my mental state. I was. But he's also watched over my parents. I mean, my dad is 85. My mom is 81. Ooh, that's a blessing. blessed to still Ooh. have them. Man, that's a blessing, bro. God is good all the time, brother. God is good all the time. There were times that my son, you know, he, he could have been easily shot and killed doing what he was doing. Man. Tried to follow in my footsteps. Mm. But the but the prayers, the covering. Intercessory prayers, bro. Most definitely. Yeah. Man. So God man. has always watched over us. Wow. Man. Woo. Good word. Good word, Greg, man. Good word, man. Hey, man, if you was to be judged, man, on your last 12 hours of life, man, would you be going to heaven or would you be going to hell? Definitely heaven. Definitely heaven. <laughs> I'm, a command, you... I'm a commandment keeper. You're a commandment keeper. Yes, sir. I, look, I don't even wear a cross. Okay. I wear a mezuzah. Okay. This is a scroll that's in Hebrew. It represents mm-hmm. the first five books of the Bible, the Torah. Okay, man. So I'm a commandment keeper. Okay. Good deal, good deal, bro. Hey, man, growing up in high school, man, 
Was you the kid that that was you was you the kid that bullied the other kids, or was you the kid that got bullied, or oh. you just was the chill the chill guy? <laughs> um, I was the one that got bullied, and I was also chill. Okay, okay. Do do, do you think sometimes, man, when you were in high school, you think that did that create like a kind of a, a depends on how if you're the bullier or if you doing the bullying, do you think that creates some kind of boundaries or trust with people, man? A time in your life? Absolutely. I became a loner. Okay. Um, I grew up in a very different um, environment. Okay. You know, I'm no stranger to Eliza Street, Winter okay. Street, Ecker, Okay. You know? Okay. No, but Pops did really well for himself. And so, okay. therefore, his family did really well. Okay. Um, so we ended up moving to the suburbs. Okay. And so when I show up to, you know, in high school, it's like everybody else is getting off the bus. Okay. I walked. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and okay. so everybody's like, hmm. Where you look, at? Look, look, at, look at that little rich kid. Look at what he's doing out here. He's rich. <laughs> things was a little different. So I wasn't accepted. Honestly, I wasn't accepted by blacks because of where I live. Okay. I wasn't accepted by whites because of where because of my color and where I live. Mm. So I just, you know, I got picked on a lot because okay. I was I was not a um I wasn't I was a cocky kid. I was strong. But mm -hmm. I wasn't. A, I, I weighed 120 pounds, man. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, that tells I, you anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, brother Greg, do you do you think, man? What do you think that the men, us as, as men, period, black men mainly, what can we do, man, in our communities, man, to kind of man stop some of this drug dealing, man, some of this killing? Do you think the men? Is there any, I know there's not really a, a a solution, but what do you think is kind of like a starting point, man? You got any? So back in my day, mm -hmm. we was doing wrong, and there is still no honor among thieves, but True. there was still a level of respect. Okay, these young boys, man, it's like they just they ain't get, they don't care. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that their fathers are not in their lives. Okay. I know this for a fact because I talk to them. They're like, mm. you know, I'm saying in my life, you know, so they're angry. Um, just, and there's just no respect anymore. Mm. So where can, where can you go with that to try to get, you know, individuals to, realize hey there's more to this life than you just you know being on a corner you being a plug you know mm -hmm. yeah um but they gotta it, it's like anything else you you can talk but they gotta be able to receive it yes that's definitely so that's but like you said prayer changes everything true so we just we got to pray you know without ceasing there's always something to pray about or amen. pray for amen 
And that's how we're going to reach this generation. And I will tell you this, too. The other thing, mm-hmm. kids are t- tired of being lied to. That, that's 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 true, man. That's And they're, they're I'm noticing something that there's a lot of kids out there and they're hungry for the word. They don't even know why, but they hungry. And if you get up in there uh, in a church where they're not telling you the truth, they're only telling you portion of the truth. Yeah, that's a that's a problem, because not only is that pastor going to be held doubly accountable, but he's misleading the flock. Man, and people people are tired of being lied to. They want the truth. Amen. Amen. You're right, brother. Most, most definitely, man. And I don't know 100%, but I think it just my, my opinion, I think a lot of the churches should just, we could just kind of get together and have congregation nights where we just all walk together in the neighborhoods, man. Join hands in unity, man, and pray more. I think that's what we need. We need a lot of prayer because a lot of people, man, ain't seeing nothing good. A lot of the kids is growing up now, man, all they seeing is bad. It's on the TVs. It's in the schools. Everywhere they go, man, all they seeing is negativity. And my thing is, the only way to, to, to combat negativity is to use positive mega, uh, methods by reaching out and hugging people in prayer and then understanding them and meeting them exactly where they are so you can understand the yeah. direction that they have been led down. Judge hey, brother, free. Yeah, amen. Amen. Most definitely. Hey, Brother Greg. Hey, man, is there a positive word of encouragement, man, you can give to anybody that's been suffering, that's thinking about suicide, that's thinking about giving up, man? Is there a word of encouragement that you can give to them? To let them know that this too shall come to pass, brother. There is. Okay. It's called live. Semicolon. Okay. That means you need to live. And that semicolon is a continuation of your life. Because whether they realize it or not, God has a plan. And they need to live long enough to figure out what that is. What God wants us to do is look inside of who we are. Because there's an inner child that needs to be healed. And, you know, for for words of encouragement, it's okay to not feel okay. Man. And and it's all right to get help. Hmm. Wow. You're right, man. And I, I ain't going to cut you up, but I like to lap, elaborate on that, man. And a lot of people should know that it's all right to cry. It's all right That's to cry and express your feelings, man. That's why I tell people, I hear so many times as, as people got to be tough and you got to be all this, but you got to cry. God gave us an emotion for a reason. That crying releases pain. Them tears, them tears that you devil's pain, they become tears of joy as you Learn to release the pain that you have inside, bro. Man. Yeah, there's healing in tears. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Hey, brother, uh, Greg, man, I mean, Greg Andrews, brother, I mean, it's been a, it's been a real good time, man. I know that this interview is going to reach somebody, man. And I appreciate what you're doing, man. I just want to tell you, brother, you stay strong because even the strong, we get weak. So I know you already probably already know that we got to stay in prayer, man. Keep praying for me, brother. I'm going to keep praying for you. But you know, Absolutely. brother, but you know, minister change. I already know you already say it, brother. <laughs> but you but you know, look, I can't let you get out of here, man, 
without giving you this blessing assurance, brother. So I was wondering if you could just bow your head, man, or repeat after me as I give you this blessing assurance, brother. Absolutely. All righty. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I'm a sinner. I ask for your forgiveness. I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Right now at this moment. Right now at this moment. I turn from my sins. I'm sorry. I turn from my sins. Oh, I turn from my sins. Yeah. And invite you into my heart and life. I invite you into my heart and my life. I'm going to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. I'm going to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name. Amen, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. Hey, brother, man, this has been a, a good interview, brother. I'm most definitely going to come and check y'all uh, church out, man. I just want to tell you, bro, I'm going to keep hugging you in prayers, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, brother, because it's Amen. brothers like us that can make the change. If we could change one person, that means so much, because if they could change another person, us as men, we got to step back into our communities, man, take control and show love and start meeting people where they at and love on them like our Lord Jesus Christ does, brother. Amen. I just want to say, man, I appreciate you, brother. Blessings. I appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Amen.
saints, minister change. You got a testimony, you got a testimony, you got a testimony, you got a testimony. God gave you a testimony. Speak it right now. Call minister change. Two six zero two zero three. Six six five five. If you wanna share, we got it for you. Call him right now. Each minister change. Two six zero two zero three. Six six five five. The email is live. C H Y A N G E dot T O T T E E at Gmail. Cause uh, you got a testimony. I got a testimony. Testimony, huh? Minister Change. Call him right now. 260-203-6655. God.